Hello, and welcome to Stride and Saunter, episode 272. I'm Kip Clark, and joining me in the studio today, we have a returning guest, Sam Whipple. Always fun to be on the show, Kip. Thanks for having me. And today, Sam, I've invited you to return to an ongoing series entitled Between These Eyes of Ink, which is aimed at unpacking and discussing some of the wisdom, or maybe lack thereof, behind certain quotations. And out of several I shared with you, you chose the following from Alain de Botton, pronunciation subject to correction there. Quote, maturity, the confidence to have no opinions on many things, end quote. And Sam, you had a pretty immediate, I'm going to say instinctive and knowing reaction when I shared this one with you, and I'll leave it to you to explain that to the audience. Thanks, Kip. Yeah, my most immediate reaction was, what better quote to address than on this particular show, which to me has always been based on the idea of having mature conversations about which neither person necessarily has to be an expert, but which we all may have thoughts, feelings, and perspectives to bring to the table about. And another part of it to me is, I've always appreciated you and your guests' commitment to addressing topics that are in some ways difficult, not only because they provoke emotional or different intellectual reactions, but also because in many ways, I think it's important for us to try and find and interrogate our opinions on topics that we may not have any particular expertise or knowledge of simply for the opportunity to think, okay, what does that make me feel? How do I think about this particular topic or question? And is it important for us to ask ourselves questions we don't know the answer to? To me, the thesis of this show is, yes, it is important. And I think that there are a lot of different ways that we can dissect this quote to talk about just what is it that makes not having an opinion on so many different things a kind of confidence or a kind of maturity. Well, firstly, I really appreciate your perspective on the show and hope the audience has a similar one. I actually suspect this is going to be a difficult conversation, not for emotional reasons, but because it could get very meta very quickly. So I will do my best. And I concur that I don't think you're necessarily immature for having conversations about a variety of topics. And to me, maturity is recognizing what you don't know, or at least that's one component. I also think an element of maturity is really synthesizing and applying the wisdom and knowledge and skills that you have come to know and learn. Though I also acknowledge, as I think this quotation gets at, maturity is recognizing where you aren't an expert. So perhaps the next stage of maturity, which I'll call mega maturity, is biting your tongue even when you have opinions. That's something that I don't think I excel at, but also something increasingly, at almost 28 years old, that is one of the most valuable pieces of wisdom I've come across. My mind immediately also goes, as it so instinctively does for anything, to the opposite. And so with this quotation, thinking about the confidence to have no opinions on many things, I think about those who are very opinionated, but also afraid, and choose to censor themselves so as not to make any enemies. And in our highly polarized and very opinionated century, I think about that group a lot. I think they number quite high, and I think it's very human to have opinions. I actually think, contrary to small talk, one of my nemeses, that opinions actually make dialogue interesting. Admittedly, sometimes hostile, sometimes offensive, 
sometimes dehumanizing, and I won't stand for that. But I do think that one of the gifts of living in a society is that you can meet people who don't think like you. That when you go into a bookstore or a coffee shop or a bowling alley or a restaurant, you're not looking in a mirror. Other people have both different life experience and different insights from that life experience. I'm often fascinated by people who share the same neighborhood, family, or passion project, and yet approach it from such wildly different places. To me, though it may not be mature, that's part of the world I love, is the myriad of opinions that people can and do have. You know, something else that stands out to me about the quote, too, is I think it's an interesting reframing of what many of us would normally think of as confidence. Because it talks about the relationship between maturity and confidence, I would imagine that many of us think about confidence in a traditional sense as being a kind of assuredness that we develop as we age and gain new experiences, acquire new knowledge, a kind of reinforcement of beliefs we already have that allows us to say, this opinion is right, or I think this set of facts presents the world in this kind of way. Something interesting that this quote conveys is that actually it suggests a different kind of confidence, the confidence to know oneself better than knowing any one set of facts or opinions. It reminds me of that classic Socratic paradox, I know that I know nothing. That confidence, that maturity, that wisdom to know that an entire lifetime of experiences will never amount to everything we would need to know to have a fully formed opinion about any topic. And so that suggests a few different things. One, learning is a lifelong process. It's something that we constantly have to engage in. Knowing that we simply don't know the truth about pretty much anything means that we will constantly have to be searching for it. That's a little bit daunting, but also suggests the importance of having conversations just like this one, of taking in the experiences and opinions of others, not just learning facts and figures to back up an opinion on one news topic or another, but to have a conversation about somebody else's experience with that topic, about their own opinions and beliefs. I really appreciate all of that and want to take a moment to thank you as one of the longest running guests on the show for sharing your perspectives and opinions tirelessly with me and certainly with the audience as well. And it leads me to some of my closing remarks. I don't know that I have much more to say on this quotation except what I think it encourages. And so I would offer this to you, the listeners. Are there opinionated people in your life who, however uncomfortable the conversation, within certain reason, I wouldn't permit blatant disrespect here, have challenged you to think differently? Or have actually caused you to think about where you stand on a topic or idea because they've opened with something so bombastic or so unexpected that it facilitated conversation? Even if you don't agree with them, I actually think there's a way to express that gratitude, or just think it, about the positive, if unexpected, impact they've had on you. Are there opinions that sit with you that you'd really like to share but haven't yet? As someone who's made a podcast, I would encourage you to do it, not because you're necessarily going to be given praise or even find a community, but I think there's something inherently valuable to expressing what you think. I'd also be curious from listeners, who are the most opinionated people in your lives? Do you fall at the top of that list in your communities? And finally, Sam, I want to come back to something you just remarked upon, which is this different type of confidence that this quotation alludes to. In my mind, it's an intrinsic type of confidence, of knowing oneself 
and having control over what one chooses to share or not share in many cases. And I think it's a beautiful answer to our very extrinsic culture these days when we look for the likes, the shares, the retweets, the social validation of our opinions, when sometimes, as I suspect many politicians have directly experienced, there are opinions that are both unpopular but also necessary, at least to engage with. Maybe even action that isn't pleasant, but again, necessary. Like an early morning workout or drinking vegetable juice for one's health. But Sam, before we conclude this episode, are there any questions or encouragements you would like to offer to the audience after listening to our conversation? I would ask our listeners to think about this relationship between maturity and confidence. In part one, what might this suggest about other kinds of maturity you see in your life, you feel for yourself? The quote suggests that it's not simply a matter of age or experience, but rather a belief in oneself to become a more well-rounded person, but also to know that we don't always have the answers to everything. Do you find that kind of maturity in your life? And do you find it valuable as a way of thinking about ways to grow that aren't merely growing with the passage of time? And when it comes to confidence, is that a kind of confidence that you see other people having? Is there a way that you can recognize it not only in people who maybe don't have an opinion on many different topics, but even in experts who have dedicated their lives to a particular topic, but will profess to not being an expert in many other arenas? How do we use the wisdom of this quote well to make sure that we validate the opinions of experts while also validating the opinions of people in our lives who we care about who may not know the answer to every single question? I like those thoughts a lot. And as always, Sam, thank you for joining me on this and sharing in this dialogue. Thanks for choosing a great quote, Kip. Well, I'm glad you agreed to discuss it with me, and I appreciate your insight about its connection to this show. Which, as always, we would like to be a conversation among, not simply a conversation between. Ours are two voices, and we'd really love to hear from you. So if you have any thoughts or opinions of any kind, please reach out to us. You can contact us via strideandsaunter at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to the show, as well as sharing it with someone you think might also enjoy it. And as always, we thank you very much for listening, and from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark, Signing off.